Welcome everybody and welcome to my first podcast of 2021. Um, I'm delighted to um, invite Rob Falaska, Falaska, like Alaska, uh, onto this uh, this first uh, podcast. We met on uh, the crazy world that is um, uh, Clubhouse, we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, but the reason I'm interested to get Rob on today is Rob is all things uh, TikTok, both as his TikTok handle, the growth sensei, and your ant channel as well, which we'll, <laughs> we'll touch on. And we're here just to chat about really, Rob's experience around um, how he's leveraging the, the crazy world of, of TikTok to um, do what he, what he does and what can we learn from a B2B perspective as to whether TikTok's an appropriate channel for us. Um, so Rob, welcome, really appreciate your, um, uh, your time today. Um, introduce yourself to the audience. Who are you, where are you from? What's, uh, what's the story? And let's see where this goes. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes. We met on the crazy world of Clubhouse. It is a crazy, crazy world. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, but yes, uh, my name is Rob Flaska. I'm 38. I have three kids and I live in Southern California. And I've been on TikTok for about a year now, uh, just studying it ins and outs. Uh, I actually work as a full-time account uh, sales representative for an ERP software company called SAP. And uh, that's my daytime job. And then my nighttime side hustle is posting about ants, as you mentioned, and uh, getting people set up with customers with their business on TikTok. Awesome. So what, so what started your journey into the world of TikTok? What caught your attention and what, what made you think, you know what, I have my day job, but I'm gonna give this, this insanity a go. <laughs> and why ants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why ants? Yeah, we'll get into it. It's kind of funny. But um, yeah, I just, I've been watching social media forever. Um, I've been a consultant. I, a brief intro into my background. I'm a martial arts instructor. I used to teach for 10 years. I got into the video game industry. So I have kind of that coaching background and I went into the video game industry. So I have a little bit of a unique eye when it comes to making videos and understanding talent. So how did I get into TikTok? It was basically me just wanting to express my creative vision. And it just so happened that it's with this ant farm. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's ants, literally it's ants. And um, this blue stuff kind of pops off on TikTok. And the story of me starting is really, hopefully this, this will inspire people just to get going if you don't think you have something to say. Mm -hmm. um, my story of ants is that we have an office. We used to go to the office. Uh, one of our guys loves ants and we decided to get 10 ant farms and have a competition in our office. So, <laughs> um, the competition being whose ants live the longest. Fair enough. And um, yeah, we, I just started posting it on TikTok. Uh, competition, we named our farms, we named mm -hmm. our ants and uh, it kind of took off on TikTok and um, ended up getting like 150,000 followers in like two weeks. Um, now we're somewhere around 400,000 followers. Yeah. Uh, and I was able to leverage that and work with an ant farm company for a year long deal to um, talk about ants. <laughs> so. I mean, what, I mean, I, I, I always enjoy getting my, my guests on and those of you that know me listen to this, there's very little structure or necessarily background research that I do on people before they commented because this is what I, um, I love. Who knew that we could go from martial arts to ants and now you're an ant influencer. <laughs> so, so there we go, we're an ant flu, an ant flu. Let's get it clear, it's an ant influencer. I apologize, I apologize. An ant oh, you're good. I've learned something new, new today. So with yeah. regard to, um, 
using TikTok? Did you, you, I mean, obviously the app is pretty straightforward. And for those of you that still don't know what TikTok is, Rob, do you want to give us a quick overview, explanation of what the platform sure. actually Yeah, TikTok is a next level platform that focuses on 60 second videos. Um, you have to make sure you capture somebody's attention that's utilizing current trends, current songs, uh, and really the TikTok is about the community. Mm -hmm. It's about people understanding the song that's going off right now that's working really well and how to adapt to a certain trend. Mm -hmm. So if there's um, a trend that has you just have putting text above your head and just looking at the camera funnily and then putting some little text bubbles about your niche, it's all about adapting your niche to the current trends of TikTok. And, and that's it, just getting tons of views everywhere. And when you kind of set out your journey with, with the, the ant farm initially, and then into the other kind of channel, which then I'm assuming came off the back of that, the growth, the growth sense sign, that yeah. now makes sense in terms of your martial art back, background. Was there any objective in terms of end goal that you were trying to achieve in terms of being an ant influencer, for example, or was it merely, let's get on this thing, let's, let's just see what happens? Yeah, you know, the I knew TikTok was going to be big. I'd been staring at it for three, four months, just mm -hmm. consuming, just watching, understanding how to do it. Uh, when I started the ants, it was nobody was doing anything with it. So I figured it'd be fun and it did pop off. And then a lot of people followed. Um, there was one person posting about the stuff that I was doing. Now there's was hundreds. The trend kind of died, but yeah. um, we actually made ants trending for a couple months during quarantine. Because what better during quarantine to get an ant farm? That's so cool. So it worked really well. But um, yeah, with the end goal in mind for me, it was flipping my mindset from consumption consumption to creation. Yeah. So I just, I've always wanted to be an influencer. I ended up being an influencer, but um, uh, I always wanted to just get out there and just push and stop just getting on my phone and scrolling. So I just switched the mindset to just creation. And I use the ants as my little niche mm -hmm. uh, to just adapt to trends and have fun with it. It's just with a little spin of the ants. So people enjoy seeing, oh, look, how is he going to do this trend? You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I just use it as a way for me to learn as a creator. And I use it now as a test bed to test for my clients. So I'm basically using my 400,000 account to test the algorithm, test certain things, how everything's Sorry. working personally. That's, That's really, really, really neat. And so then out of out of that, then the growth, am I correct in thinking the growth sense I was then born for you to then help business understand themselves through your own experience of how they might use TikTok to boost, you know, views, customer base and, and so on. Yeah, um, what happened was I was actually getting tired of posting about ants. Shocker, <laughs> I'm not the biggest ant ant uh, uh, person, but you know what? It's fun, it's relaxing to look at, but I wanted to grow business and I've always been a coach and I'm a, co a consultant by trade. So yeah. I've just wanted to leverage, yeah, my understanding of the algorithm, my thousands of hours of staring at this thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to leverage that. And that's where it's a big decision to have a second account because it's a lot of content. Yeah. as you know yeah so, um yeah we it, it's been a struggle being just a side gig and having two separate gigs so both mm -hmm. of them have kind of fallen um yeah. the time has just not been there but uh, it's okay i have my clients set up and we're pushing through so that's what i'm doing now and how is your i'm assuming your employer is aware of 
everything that's you're you're doing on on TikTok. So, or I mean, you say, are you employed by somebody, or are you an, are you an independent consultant? Have I understood that correctly? No, so I'm employed. Yeah, yeah it's not through SAP directly. It's a family business, but um, I'm doing everything on the side. Getting up at five thirty to do a podcast, or yeah. uh, before my eight to five, I'm nine to five. I'm basically just shooting videos, yeah. editing at the end of the day. It's all side hustle material. Nothing's really affecting the job too much. But in terms of the brand that you represent through the family business and of course, ultimately SAP, I guess, as, as, as a business, they have no issue with what you're doing on the, the, the side per se, because of course the, the, the challenge with social media, right? No matter what platform you are, you are um, on, be it LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, doesn't matter, is that you are there as a person. And even if you say the views are my own, all that kind of stuff, which we know is a completely pointless statement, if you end up doing something which then goes viral, the press always end up going X person working at X company has done this. Yeah. So just purely by proxy, you are associated with that uh, with that brand. And even myself as an independent, I have to be sometimes just kind of thoughtful of the videos I do on, on LinkedIn because. I'm like, whilst they represent me, by proxy, I also represent the brands that I consult too, because I, I, I talk about that. And these are big law firms, big accounting firms, you know, globally recognized organizations. So was there anything you had to do to kind of circumnavigate that? And ants, you know, is safe. And obviously the growth sensei stuff is safe, but there yeah. are still this massive perception of what social media is in kind of the, the Kim Kardashian world, if you if you yeah. know, and he who he, he who shall not be mentioned, um, versus what social media is in the the B two B space. So, have you had to handle that, or do you have any advice to people when they're thinking about you know, going on this journey, whatever the platform might be? Yeah, no, you know what, I haven't dealt with it too much. Uh, it's been pretty off the cuff. It's been just basically completely separate. I've had some customers say, hey. What are you doing over there? TikTok. What are you doing at Ant? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's, it's fun. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty separate, so it's not too big of a deal. Uh, it's just for fun. It's on the side. It's not really on the clock. So as long as you can do it within the time frames you have outside of work hours and you're getting your job done, that's the goal. Um, I haven't had any. I'm not working with um, anybody that needs to. Um, I'm not very visible in the yeah. other world, my actual nine to five. It's just more straight to the clients. Mm -hmm. It's nothing too big. So I'm okay on that side. It's as far as giving advice to others, I'd say, yeah, just keep it, uh, keep it a little tame. If you have your name out there, you're working with law firms and you're yeah. making a big stance politically. I mean, I'm talking about ants, so it's pretty yeah. simple. Um, I would just say, keep to your lane uh, if you're worried about what your work would say. Um, and then make sure, like sometimes, I've seen it a lot of times where you might have to put, you know what, this is not a representation of my employer. <laughs> so yep. you have to place that every now and then. And every, every so often you sometimes see the old mistake. And it's interesting, you know, there are lawyers on TikTok. There are law firms, you know, UK law oh, firms so on many. TikTok and the CEO. And I interviewed um, Anthony, whose name escapes me momentarily. He's he's at the lawyer. He's one of the first lawyers mm -hmm. on TikTok, you know, two million plus followers, content verified. I saw his video the other day with the skateboard that they're all now getting um, the uh, uh, the creators what he's putting on his wall and he was saying um that the reason he does tiktok even though there's a lawyer it's his hobby it's got a facebook page and yeah. instagram page while other as colleagues you know go to the game they do tailgating or whatever you for him his hobby is tiktok and actually it's now helping generate business because it's behind the scenes it's a bit of fun and and, and what have you so yeah. the 
before we kind of move into whether you believe this is appropriate for, for B2B, let's just take a kind of a step back. So you've come from a creative um, background. So you kind of already get video and how to do video and so on. You know, I've I've always been obsessed with GoPro, you know, I've extreme sports. I like skiing, snowboarding, watching all that kind of stuff. So I had a GoPro from kind of year dot, strapped that to my head and kind of self-taught editing and are now kind of more comfortable in front of the camera and it's always amusing when friends of me friends of mine take the you know the, the they, they make fun of me when skiing because i've got like the narwhal on my head and i've got this camera out there taking all the different angles at once yet when i complete the the, the end edit they're like oh that's really cool i'm like well that's yeah. what i was doing what i was doing exactly right. but yep. video video for a lot of people doesn't matter again what the platform is is it, is terrifying not only yeah. is it terrifying because it's raw because it's but it's, it's this it's then the technical skills required to kind of make an edit look half decent. decent. So what, in, in terms of the, the, the concept of video, just more broadly on, on, on social media, through your experience and through working, you know, with, you know, the brands that you, you do, any advice or guidance for, for, for people that are maybe on the fence, but just aren't taking the plunge because that kind of fear is, is holding them back. So from a fear of being, oh my God, it's video to, oh my God, technically I don't know what to do. Yeah, you know, that fear is real in everybody. It's even real in the 2 million lawyer follower because everybody's judging themselves based on their last post. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, but most people. And that's yeah. why people, um, analysis paralysis, and when people are analyzing and they don't just get going, you know? So um, that the message to everybody I would say and my clients, it, and first of all, it depends on where you're at in your journey. Mm -hmm. If you've been doing video forever and editing, or you have a big background, your your quality is probably gonna be a little higher. But uh, a lot of people that say, "Oh my gosh, like I'm I'm banned," or it looks like my videos are being suppressed. Maybe your video is not that great, or maybe you're just not that far along in your journey yet. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend to my clients, depending on their follower base and where they're at in their skills, it's completely custom when I'm working one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, if you're just getting started, you have to just post and see what's happening. Yeah. You have to get started. Uh, that's the first thing. If you don't just go, you're not going to learn and get results from the actual audience. So that's number one. Uh, number two is, yeah, just learn every single time you're posting. Um, you've heard it before. I'm not the first to say it, but you have to just learn what you're doing and get better. If you look at my first ant video, there's no editing. I edited within the app. And then I basically made a commitment to myself that every video I'm gonna learn something, whether it's on the app or about a sound or a different way to cut it or tell a story. Um, you have to just be in that mindset. Yeah, that's, that's the goal for me. It is. And also, this is the other thing I say to, um, you know, I focus more on, on LinkedIn and other social channels is kind of my main forte as I'm learning TikTokers at the moment yeah. is that video isn't for everyone. And that's the other thing to consider is that it's not for everyone, not, and nor should everyone necessarily do video. And I'm certainly yeah. not sitting here saying, hey, everybody jump on the app on TikTok and start posting under a corporate brand or a corporate account. Yeah. Oh, no. Start backfiring. <laughs> that could backfire. That could backfire. I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't be on video. Are you kidding me? I have mold everywhere. My hair's gone. Like, <laughs> that's okay. You know, you just got to get over that fear, which was actually a big part for me, getting over my fear of staring at the lens. Um, it's it's a, it's a personal journey, but for a brand, it's a little different. Yeah. You normally have your, your marketing team, you've got your vision, you've got your colors, you've got the way you need to present your product, um, but it's definitely the next level place for brands to be. Um, and you don't need to show a face, you can just show brand, just yeah. show the product. Uh, like the lawyer, the lawyer's mm -hmm. just, 
crushing, I imagine. He, he, he is, and there's in the UK, there's the CEO of Stevenson Law, Alice Stevenson, as the CEO. She, you know, she's on there and she's calling it as she sees it and as she sees the industry yeah. in, the, in the UK and it's ruffling some feathers. Um, <laughs> it is, but, you know, right fair, fair play to what she's what she's doing so from it's been interesting for me kind of just as a voyeur starting to see when i first i haven't been on for how long been on i think eight nine months now mostly okay. kind of watching then starting to post more then starting to try and do the to, to do the two what's been fascinating for me is watching certainly how b2c brands have started to adopt it through the ads that i'm now seeing and what's um, what's what's coming coming through i other than actually seeing a business on there, I've yet to kind of any from my world see a, a B2B business really starts to uh, leverage it. Do you, yeah. do you believe that a traditional organization such as a big ERP software vendor, for example, or a big accounting firm or a big law firm or what have you, can or even should leverage TikTok? Are there, is their audience, is the relevant audience on there and then based on your your experience thus far and i totally recognize that you're on, you're on this journey yourself in terms of this journey of discovery as it uh, as it were and they're bringing out new things every flipping time at, uh, at, yeah. the, uh, at the moment i mean cartoon cartoonify is an awesome um uh, little uh, little filter which is my last ask alex video but is there a place for you know tradi traditional business as traditional business goes on tiktok uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, if you download the app right now, or it was in the past, the first thing it says that on TikTok is trends start here. Okay. And it's true. Um, I'll actually ask you a question where, like on LinkedIn, have you seen a lot of repurposed TikToks on LinkedIn, yep. on stories or mm -hmm. a lot, right? Yeah, yeah because a lot, a lot. So, uh, I mean, the it creates trends with the younger audience definitely but it's a lot older than a lot of people think it is um, it, there's people like a lot of moms at home just posting and becoming influencers people that have their own internal like personal brand a lot of personal brands are very big on tiktok right some people are changing their lives I, there's a guy that spins art he spins paint on a canvas and mm -hmm. he left his six-figure job to now do that full-time on TikTok. And all he does is spin paint on a drill. And now he's got a YouTube channel with 500,000 subscribers, and now he's got a whole nother life in the span of eight months. So the personal journey for certain people and then personal brands is very simple on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's harder to explain and get people in on the bigger brands. Yeah. I mean, like SAP, you'll see a lot of um, you'll see a lot of football teams or sports teams get in there and it's really fun to interact with them. And if they comment with their fans. So let's just think about it that way. Mm -hmm. Let's just pretend like SAP, let's say it's a huge football team yeah. uh, in the States. If that football team comments on your post, that fan is now a fan for life, mm -hmm. right? because they it's so awesome because the, the brands are engaging that way now if it's a big c-level like let's say sap mm -hmm. they can also be more relevant on TikTok if they switch their thinking because really it's attention first you need to get attention yeah so regardless of how you do it um i've actually i have actually i don't have it now but i had an sap business one mm -hmm. logo on my ant farm yeah. for the first three four months you'd be shocked how many leads i got just from that because people for my actual business, That's for awesome. the actual corporate <laughs> gig, because, and they're like, you know what? My dad works for SAP. 
and I'd go live and I'd talk about SAP. Oh, yeah, he has a manufacturing, we're in manufacturing, so he has a manufacturing business or a cannabis. We work in hemp and cannabis. Okay, I have several leads that I've gotten through just having SAP Business One on my ant farm for the actual business. That's such an interesting concept because I also, I I talk about that and I talk about you're not only you market, and again, whatever the social media platform is, because I do accept that for some, I don't care what industry you're in in terms of what you're selling or how you're trying to get to the end decision maker. I do accept that even though there are what 4 billion plus people now on social media, not all of your decision end decision makers and influencers within that buying process are necessarily going to be on whatever the social media platform is every day. But the proxy, so whether that's the son or daughter of you know mum and dad who were working on that or it's the next layer down in that going hey i saw this this video i saw this post i know that we were talking about this in, in an internal business meeting let's print the blog post out let's show the video on my uh, on, on my phone so you can get to more or less anybody on the planet who is conceivably going to buy a product or service to, to what you do via um, via social and TikTok is just another channel with a different, but also to your point, actually the same audience. And you know, I, I always tick, you know, it tickles me in terms of you've got the OK Boomer videos now, and you've got you know, dads of TikTok, mums of TikTok, you know, the Gen X, oh, yeah. Gen Xers are coming back to everybody. Take over. This is our, yep. this is our, our manner. We invented this, and um, uh, and so on. It's a very clever, very clever ways to spin uh the 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 conversation etc etc and your point about people repurposing uh, you know tiktok content onto uh linkedin i do also you know suggest to some of my business b2b clients i look i said look you're already on instagram and instagram is geared up that way in terms of the point in terms of the portrait versus landscape you're already using instagram stories you're already using instagram live with video just repurpose that into into TikTok and just kind of see what happens and it's still there's oh i'm not sure about it and and and, and this and this and that so for a lot of organizations this content actually already exists and it's already there it's just shifting yeah. i dare it dare i say it that perception and that that mindset which possibly could be um obviously TikTok was getting some negative press recently-ish oh, yeah. around the, the potential ban um obviously it's got its challenges in um in india at the moment as a, a, as a platform did you see any concern from your business clients when that was all being touched touched upon about TikTok may be banned in the in the u.s market oh my gosh if you, if you posted about it, your views just all of a sudden went up because so many everybody was so cognizant of it yeah. um, every time there was a ban something the first person that actually posted about that ban their their video went crazy yeah and they got tons of new views and followers so everybody during period those two months or so when uh, trump was gonna was saying i'm just gonna get rid of tiktok mm-hmm. because he was basically pissed off at the tiktok community um he uh, but he to that. <laughs> yeah we won't go into that one but the whole community gosh rob what do you think should i be worried should i start mm-hmm. posting here 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 should i post on reels i need to convert everybody was just converting and diversifying yep. to different platforms which is a lesson everybody everybody should be diversifying anyway okay um, not just because something's going to be banned so that's a great point on repurposing content um i don't know if that answered your question 
But um, I think going into repurposing content and getting people out of the comfort zone, yeah. I need to get out of my own comfort zone and repurpose my stuff to LinkedIn. I just haven't uh, prioritized it yet. You know, there's only so many things you can prioritize, but um, I w I'll give you a little story on one of my clients. Um, yeah, his name is Justin. Um, this is a really good lesson of just repurpose. Now, mm -hmm. Justin, he does stop motion animation. Like the animation where you stop, you take yeah. a picture and it ends up looking like a video. Um, one of the best in the world. Uh, so when I first started on TikTok, I said, hey dude, I blew up like 150,000 followers in a couple weeks and you just got to get started. He had 30,000, maybe 20,000 followers on Instagram and he's very talented, extremely talented. He puts a video anywhere and it just goes crazy. Even if you put it on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, a, it's animation, but it's so appeasing to the eye. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Don't make any custom content because you, you didn't have the time. Just post your stuff on TikTok. Don't do anything and just watch. First couple videos didn't do anything, but it's really good. His next video got, gosh, I think 15 million views. And the video after that got 20 million views. All of a sudden he has 300,000, 400,000 followers. And it blew up his YouTube and everything kind of blowing up. Yeah. And that's just repurposing. So, and I'll give a little tidbit of what he's doing now, but what's happening with him is he's just repurposing. And since he's so talented, it doesn't matter where he puts it. So if you've put the work into telling a story, because telling a story is where it's at now. Can you get that hook? Same on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. He knows how to do that. And he doesn't need to be talented or spend a lot of time. He doesn't, he needs to be talented. He doesn't need yeah. to spend a lot of time making custom content yeah. for a platform. He just needs to spread it everywhere. And now he's got deals in different platforms because people see his stuff and it's just, he's blown up now. And um, that's a lesson. Uh, so A, you need to learn how to be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then B, you just need to post and just experiment. So it's huge for him. Now he's getting deals. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I think that's the the same with any any social media platform. Is sometimes just 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 do it. Embrace the fear, and if that first yeah. post you you share wherever it is just goes nowhere, um, fine. Do it again. Just keep going. Um, and you need to. And this is the this is the other the thing with social media. I think more broadly, um, it's just the economy of now. And it's this this generation of um, you know X factor and being famous in 15 minutes and I want it now now now. For the most part, this takes time and effort oh my God. and does not happen overnight. And it may not ever happen. And in some cases, nor yeah. should it necessarily happen. And I really like your 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 points and your advice around the diversification of platforms. You know, don't necessarily just focus on the um, uh, on the one, but it, it it always I always refer to um, fish where the fish are. And if you don't understand where your fish are, then you don't actually understand what platform to go fishing in. And it could well be you shouldn't be on TikTok at all. I mean, I think most organisations should be considering it because if anything, their future employees are on there, and that's how they want to engage in short form content, even if it's just to understand this is now how content is being consumed. And to your point, I can lose hours of my life watching 60 second videos. Like, oh crap, I should have gone to sleep now. Very easy. <laughs> oh my gosh, story of my life. Yep. Yeah. It's research. It's yeah. research. <laughs> that's what I keep that's what I keep telling myself. So it's around actually um A understanding where your audience is and then be kind of having that that outcome what are you actually trying to achieve by being on here because if you don't in my view if you don't understand that you're going to fail at 
whatever whatever it is you're doing if you don't really understand what the end um yeah uh, what the end end goal was um you know from your from your perspective initially it was being on there and learning and then it was going on there with ants just to actually figure this stuff out how does it actually work now we understand how this works you've actually been able to monetize it which is yeah sweet right yeah yeah i'd say that it's really about community Mm-hmm. on TikTok, it's about community. Uh, I've uh, the ant community. I've kind of ruined it a little bit, but just by doing certain things, just yep. by testing and messing around with things. But um, I'll give you a tiny another little story and insight yep. into how TikTok works to help the business community out there. Um, there's and this is relevant, I swear. But uh, there's a lady I've met and I've seen her post time and time again, trying to become an influencer, maybe 2000 views for per post, which is generally decent. Um, then she had a post get like 30 million views and it was random uh, it went viral mm-hmm. and everybody saw it and then all of a sudden her post after that started get 2000 again and she gained 400,000 followers off of one video yeah problem is if you're posting she had the if she went viral for one reason and if she doesn't post about that again she's not going to get the same result because her followers wanted that Got you. so like if you're if you're posting about an orange and all of a sudden you post about a lemon and a lemon goes viral, but you're an orange company, you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You got those followers that kind of like oranges, but you know, so you need to understand, you need to build community. I built community around the ants. We did naming, you got to name the ants, you got to name the farm, you got to have fun games and stuff. So it was a younger community and it was fun, but I knew my community, I knew my audience. And that's very critical because if you don't know your audience, then you're toast. And that's why I made a whole new account because my audience on ants, even though people knew me from like talking to Gary V about the ants and mm-hmm. people knew me for that, but I personally internally wanted to just talk business yeah. and talk. So I made a separate account and didn't want to like mix them. And it was a tough decision, but we did it. Uh, but for brands, brands, you just got to post about your what's relevant in your lane mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Become an authority on TikTok and you'll crush it. And in round around community, and I was talking to String New and around this last uh, last year, and how to, you know how to build. You got to build a community, and then they've got to be um, engaged. LinkedIn at the moment is very much. We can see what LinkedIn is trying to do, trying to go down that route of driving community, driving the the, the conversation. You know, that for me, I believe why Clubhouse has has blown up in terms of what it yeah. is as an app. I think it's going to have some problems if it doesn't start. You know, separate conversation around that because of what I'm seeing at, seeing at the moment. But in terms of TikTok from creating that community, yes, obviously you've got to find your niche, stay in your lane, stay on um, uh, on topic. But things like commenting on posts and actual engagements does that also help drive the behaviour of the algorithm? Because my perception is the algorithm on TikTok is one of the fairest out there because you can have zero followers, but one can yeah. go viral. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I like to say a lot of the time for some of my clients is that I like to take the power out of the algorithm right? because people, people want to use the algorithm and they say, I got to figure it out. I got to try to game the system. Mm -hmm. There's no gaming. You don't need to game the system if you're putting in work and you're, you're actually spending the dollar 80 Gary V's dollar 80 strategy where you just go out there and you put your two cents on everybody's post. Mm -hmm. That's real. Problem is nobody really does it. 
So um, when I was gaining my most, I was out there commenting on everything and people on, cause it's really interesting on TikTok. If you, if, if you comment on somebody's post and that post does really well and your comment was relevant and good, since that post is going viral and gets 40 million views, if you just so happen said something funny, your comment is on the top and people yep. are gonna like your comment and come back to you. So very relevant. I hadn't even, the, lo the logic of that is so blindingly sensible and stupid and not stupid in terms of, I'm thinking to myself, I'm stupid, I'm an idiot. Because that's what I tell people on LinkedIn to do with the, new, the news reel at the top right because that's been pushed by news editors. So if you comment on a post, which is getting loads of views and loads of comments, then you are going to be seen by lots of people for free because LinkedIn is pushing that as part of their editorial team. But of course, the logic yeah. makes perfect sense. Now I think about how TikTok works. So and, I've learned something, which I already knew. Awesome. It's having yeah. into, into the world yeah. of TikTok. <laughs> there you go, that's the hack. And think about it this way, like even like because on TikTok, people follow. It's so easy to follow. Yeah. LinkedIn is not easy to follow. TikTok, people follow people all the time. If you uh, it, on TikTok, you have to have a very specific beginning of your video. Mm -hmm. the people, if you're posting like with this little blue ant farm and I had some personal journey, this blue, this blue had to be in the first frame. If it wasn't, it was just this space. The post was terrible. I had to come to terms with that. It's not about me. It's about the ants because people came for the blue. Is that would that be similar to making sure you've got a nailed down thumbnail on YouTube? The same kind of equivalent. You've got to grab the the attention of hey, this looks interesting. And so because people associate the blue ant farm with with you, they see that it automatically kind of subconsciously just the brain goes, I already know what this bit like oranges and your oranges and lemons, right? Yeah. I want to see lemons. I don't want to see oranges. But if I see oranges, got you. Okay. And again, I hadn't considered that because I just chuck my my content on my corporate channel and it's just my mugshot here in terms of what's what I'm yeah. able to start thinking about what thumbnail per se or that frame. I'm gonna be holding an ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually um actually pushed uh pushed up there. Um yeah where where do you uh, this is this is in this is in a very difficult question to to answer but short form video content and kind of TikTok, but also from what you're seeing and your understanding from your, your community, is this here, is this kind of style here to say, stay? And we saw what happened with Vine and Twitter. And what I love about, what I love about that, I'm now starting to see some of the old characters in Vine that I was following way back when, you know, popping up on TikTok. I'm like, yes, you're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. back. Um, Great, do, do David Dobrik. Do you think that this short form you know, the 15 second content is insane. The 60 second content is, okay, I kind of I kind of get it because that's the ephemeral messaging from Snapchat. Is this here to stay in your, your view, do you think, in terms of a, a content? Uh, I mean, it's proven. Um, I mean, people's attention spans are getting shorter. Yeah. Notifications go off. We Like I go to TikTok now, people don't probably don't think about it, but I go to TikTok now to learn. Like YouTube, prim the primary viewer on YouTube is to, they want to learn something. I think 66% of people on YouTube want to learn. So that's why they're going to YouTube. Um, but they don't think about TikTok. Like I go to TikTok for a drink if I want to make or how to do something, how to change my oil. You can go to how to change your oil in 60, you're going to learn in 60 seconds. You're going to get straight to it and you're going to know it. And it's perfect it's the best it really gets people just to get to the point we're on youtube you've got the intro you've got the fluffy cool little transition and then you yeah, get into the whole thing 
<laughs> right? Going, like, it's just me. Yeah, I have time for that right now. Yeah. So you know what? I just want to get a cool recipe. Like, what's the? And then, boom. Oh, this this video has 20 million views and it must be good. Yeah. You know the herd mentality. So. Um, yeah, it's it's here to stay. There's there's I think 13 platforms right now trying to copy TikTok. I mean, it's crazy. It's, I mean, you just look at what Facebook did with Instagram Reels. It's like this is literally just exactly. Yeah. Um, in terms of good, yeah. And I'd I'd never thought about using because I use YouTube. You know, when something breaks in the house, you go to YouTube, right? Boiler fix this, save yourself money. I hadn't necessarily considered that you can there'll be those types of videos on TikTok. And of course, the one thing that the trend that is now blowing up at the moment is the tortilla wrap. You seen that one with Which how you cut, so you, you cut so it's a tortilla wrap. Oh, yeah, yeah. You cut it into yep. quarters, then you fold, 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 put it into the toaster. I'm not doing this at home in terms of how I do it. I'm like, yeah. it's right. You're no longer rolling this up. This is how you're going to eat wraps moving forward. Yeah. This I showed my wife. She's like, what? <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was years game old. Game changer. <laughs> yeah, it's a game changer. Um, you know, I wanted to make one point that's really good for brands thinking about this is uh, on that comment post, mm -hmm. not to kind of derail this, but it's very important when you, when I was saying like, or when you were mentioning like, we should comment on others posts to be yeah. relevant again and also get more push. It's very critical when you are commenting outward because if people maybe forgot about you, but they follow the same person mm -hmm. as opposed, like you may get, they may remember you again. Yeah, because in TikTok you're following so quickly, people forget who they follow. They they want to follow a story, but they can't remember the username. Yeah, it's so common that you just can't. You try to find that video, it's impossible to find. Mm -hmm. TikTok's terrible at that. Yeah. So once you follow somebody, you got to really be. That's why people either go like this or they go like that and disappear, yeah. because you have to be relevant all the time. But if you're commenting on big creators' posts, because mm -hmm. people are more unlikely consuming and they see your username at the top, oh, I forgot about the ants, happens all the time. Oh my God, what happened to you? You're still going, you're crazy, you know? <laughs> so it, it keeps you relevant. I posted 700 videos on ants, yeah, I'm insane. But <laughs> like, you get relevant again, but yeah. it's interesting and it's the proof is in the pudding. I haven't been doing that on my ants account. Yeah. I split my, mm -hmm. my work, so I'm not, my ants account is not getting the traction it used to at all. I'm not doing that posting anymore. I'm focusing more on, I actually have clients now. I'm serving yeah, clients as opposed to making TikToks. <laughs> In, <laughs> but, um, I think yeah. that's, that's, it's really valuable. I, I, I totally agree that I, it also, this again, the logic makes sense to a thing <laughs> like, you know, again, talking about LinkedIn, that's kind of my main lane, I'm just understanding that. But why LinkedIn is driving towards comments and community. You comment on people's posts, those comments are there, people see you, oh, I remember Alex, I remember Rob, or, oh look, he's at that job, or he's at that, or she's at that, that yeah. company. The, the, the logic yeah. does work across all the um, all the platforms. I'm I'm going to start commenting more on TikTok, absolutely. I've started to try, to, to try it um, on my personal account, because that just gives me more freedom to kind of do what I want to do rather than a corporate account. I yeah. have kind of kind of thing. And I've already started to notice people, it was like some guy um, had a Mavic Pro that, it hit a tree, it fell into, I think there's all a passerby, got it, threw it into a lake. And you see a, a picture of the fish going by. So I was one of the first people to comment on it, said, nice shot of the fish. That was two or three weeks ago. I was still getting people liking yeah. that comment yeah. because it was just a nice comment awesome. of, of, of the fish. Um, but yeah, I started cool. to do more of that on the on my corporate side in, in the right um, categories to be, to be doing that. But if, what would be your, for anybody listening to this, either as an individual who's not sure about TikTok, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you're a solopreneur, SD, 
OCR, AE, independent consultant like me, lawyer accountant who's thinking about TikTok, or maybe you're a, you know, you just sit in the marketing team of a big brand, or you could be a leader who's thinking about, hmm, this TikTok, should we give it a go? What would be your kind of top, to recap kind of what we discussed, what would be your top three things for them to consider or do? Well, it's different per group, that's okay. for sure. Yep. But number one across all is just getting started. Yeah. If you were the first brand to get started on TikTok, because brands were scared of TikTok, and this will be a tiny mini story in the three, but uh, brands are scared of TikTok because it's going to get banned. But TikTok's going to grow even bigger now because the ban is kind of gone. Like they're not, nope, not thinking about it anymore. So yeah. the big brands, the money's coming in, kind of like Bitcoin. As soon as the money comes in, it, it goes. It's kind of the opposite on the social platform because the money's going to come in, the ads are going to come in, and your your um, engagement, or not your engagement, but your organic reach is going to go down. So you got to get in while right now. Mm -hmm. um, that the iron is still extremely hot um, and just be relevant. So first of all, it's just getting started. Yeah. Um, and really just uh, the first tip I can say is just stare at the app for 10 hours or so or 20 and just look look at it. I consumed for three months just watching it and taking notes, content ideas. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. This is how this person's doing it. This is how this person's doing it. Everybody's different, so I'm gonna do it my own way. It's not stealing, it's just yeah. taking a trend and putting your spin on it. So That's all TikTok is. What's that? That's what Gary V says. He says, just pick up, you know, copy trends. Yeah, do it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, if you need to give credit because it's something so, yeah. like you're totally just copying it, then give credit. Whatever makes you feel good and sleep at the end of the day. Uh, but number one, it's get started. Number two, it's just consume it and just understand that platform. It could be, and Gary V says it all the time. It could be this one or it could be another one, but you have to understand the community. Each one's different. Um, I'm doing a test post that's coming out in a couple of days where I'm posting the same piece of content that got maybe half a million views on TikTok and putting it on all the other 13 clones just straight away and seeing right. which one does the best. And um, I think Snapchat's in the lead right now for that test. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's the second one is just consuming. And the third one is just adapting to the trends and just seeing how it fits within your niche. And if you need examples, I literally have a spreadsheet of a thousand different accounts I have logged by like different niche and segment that says like, okay, here's the food people and here's the B2B people and here's the, um, I, I have it all logged because TikTok, there's no real easy way to see what people are doing, mm -hmm. right? So I have like a whole, I should cool. sell it probably. Awesome. <laughs> a whole Rolodex. That's, that's fantastic. Well, um, Rob, really appreciate your time. And I know you and I have talked about this for forever, but I also appreciate you do have a day job to, 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 um, to <laughs> get my work out in, yeah. Um, obviously, I'll put the handles for um, uh, for you on TikTok for those that are on TikTok for, the, for them to go and find you. Where else can they connect with you if they want to learn a little bit more? Maybe you can talk to them about you know that spreadsheet that they might may or may not be able to access <laughs> subjects. Obviously, commercial arrangements, etc. Yeah. A lot of work in that one. Uh, yeah. A lot of work's gone into that. Where else might they, um, can I direct them to? Yeah, no, thanks. I think for now it's just uh, Rob Flaska on Instagram. Just hit me up on DMs. I'm not that active there, but I'm very active, active in DMs. Um, oh. I'm commenting and going back to everybody. I'm not posting a lot, but that's the place to talk that's if you have questions on TikTok. Um, also, LinkedIn's more my other business, so <laughs> we'll see. Eventually it'll convert, uh, but we'll see here. Perfect. So, but thank you. This was amazing. I had so yeah. much fun.
Rob, thank you so much for your uh, your time today. And you know, my listeners um, listening in, wherever in the world you are, I hope you stay well and safe. Everybody watching, um, hello, goodbye. And uh, you know where to find me. I'll put where to find Rob and, and the uh, and the ants. Don't forget to give the ants a, a shout out. We've all learned something new today, antfluencer. So you can use that in your pub quizzes. It's a word that exists. But um, for now, Rob, thank you so much. And to everybody listening, thank I'll you, see sir. you on the flip side. Take care.